What's up guys, it's Deepak here again. Welcome back to another episode of Life, Love and Entrepreneurship. I'm currently recording this from a, um, well I'm in Tesco's actually. Uh, they've got a Costa inside here in uh, West Drayton, which is zone six, edge of West London where my family live. I'm here for a couple of weeks to look after my cat. <laughs> um, and uh, in case you're wondering, again, just a short reminder, I use the SoundCloud app on my phone and whenever inspiration strikes me, as it has just now, I decide to pop onto this actual SoundCloud, SoundCloud app and um, record a podcast. I've got um, a five pound pair of headphones that I bought from a lovely Pakistani man um, in one of those kind of phone repair stores. And um, I'll be honest with you, I think that, um, you know, the, the, <laughs> the biggest thing that uh, in, in, in any level of content production that you make, right, um, is if the content is interesting and, you know, you can keep people engaged for that reason, then everything else is secondary. I, I definitely remember when I used to um, have a recording studio at my parents' home and, you know, that's um, one of the parts of the reasons for inspiration um, as well as having, um, let me see who this chap is and I'll talk about both of them, um, Adam who, who runs a show. I'm going to reach out to you, Adam, about your show Startup Diary. Um, if you indeed do get to listen to this, I will wait to hear from you to tell me because I won't mention that I've... Um, recorded this when I do reach out to you so that'll be interesting but he just made reference to kind of the um, the, the, the casual kind of candor approach and um, I think that um, you know I it just reminds me of when I had a recording studio in my parents house and um, basically it was in a spare room downstairs that um, was meant to be maybe my bedroom I was 22 23 at the time I'm 32 now and um, I wanted to become a rapper and I set out, started, um, I set up Deep Impact Recordings. So it's Deep Act like my name with an AK and then Deep Impact like my name, so Deep Impact Recordings. So if you look it up online, check it out, Deep Impact Recordings, Impact with a K, look on Google Images, look on Google Search, look on Facebook, look on YouTube, <laughs> you'll find uh, Deep Act the, the, the rapper of that time and I remember being um, laughed out of um, phone calls because I would approach studios and said you know I've got like ultimately a £3,000 budget and this is back in 2009 bear in mind to ultimately set up a recording studio and they were like you know it can't be done it's, it's not enough money and through voracious googling I was able to ascertain that ultimately um, it's carbon fiberglass, it's the actual inside of soundproofing that people use in recording studios. This is the same thing that you can find in loft insulation and you can buy loft insulation from B&Q for basically a couple of quid. That was the first thing that I found out. Second thing was that I was ultimately using uh, what is probably about the size of you know, your, your, your average double bedroom. Um, that I wanted to have at least a section that would look pretty for photos. So um, the... Uh, Third, well, the second thing that I did was built an ultimately small recording booth that was only going to be for vocal artists, people that could stand and ultimately rap or sing into a microphone. Um, again, Googling, you know, cheapest actual recording and production equipment and getting the help of my friend, Ren, who runs Band Vault TV, um, to, to choose the equipment. So um, the most expensive thing that I invested into was a mic and a, a preamp, a preamplifier, which um, sounds like I know what I'm talking about. I can't even bloody remember what the thing does. So um, there I would be, and um, I put together, you know, these pieces of kit. I 
went to my local carpenter or kind of a wood cutting place where my dad um, would go um, and he, he knew like the, the, the Sikh family that run the place and we spent about 70, 80 quid and got some basically pieces of wood with um, a, a sliding door that they came and fitted um, or rather the other builder came and fitted. So we spent basically about 150 quid. We've got this recording booth now. I've used carbon fiberglass on the insides of it. I've gone and got some, you know, rags or quilts, if you will, from, I went to Southall actually, or Little India, to get some, um, you know, some yards of, um, of fabric. Stapled it down with a wood gun. Then on the other side of the board, as I said, I wanted to make it look like a studio. So I went to my charity shop, got a bunch of records, slapped the thing up. And hey, listen, the long story short of this whole adventure was that I began ultimately taking recording sessions in this spare room and people would have to come round the back via my mum's kitchen and my mum's kitchen would, um, what do you call it? My mum's kitchen would be where, you know, my mother was cooking dal um, and they would be greeted by, you know, either my mother or at that time my grandmother as she was cooking and <laughs> if you meet my grandmother, bless her, she um, will not smile at you. She will look like she's scowling, even when she's smiling. Um, and that's my grandmother today. My late grandmother was the opposite. And, you know, there would be both of them, depending upon who was there and who was staying. And she would be all smiles, had no teeth, apart from one, because periodontitis had got to her, something that you do get not maintaining, you know, teeth cleanliness in India. And she would storm in while I had these wrappers from... From, from west, east, north, south London coming, <laughs> smoking or trying to smoke weed in my studio, being ushered out to the, to the garden. And she'd come in with her cups of tea right in the middle of rapper's recording. So this was my first adventure into um, the world of entrepreneurship, really. And um, I, 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 look back, <laughs> I look back on those days with fondness because, um, you know, you, 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 you realise really quickly that you know remove as many barriers to entry as you can get you know an artist into or get you know your content into the vehicle that can most easily drive it forward okay and as long as what you produce is good and you know the biggest thing that was important with the studio is that the sound has to be excellent right you can make music in the toilet but if it sounds absolutely excellent ultimately no one will bloody care right you only have to look at you know live performances and b-sides of singles to see you know that people do value raw and you can look at obviously you know even this podcast if you've made your way over okay the the you know the uh, the, the biggest thing is that uh, you know i think with with anything that you do and certainly in my experience is remove um barriers to entry go for you know the the, the jugular and being able to get to you know whatever your point may be as quick as you can and, and, and certainly, you know, it's been the same thing with this production of the podcast. I did look online. I did look at, you know, you need a blue so snowball mic or you need a, a Yeti microphone or you need even more fancy recording equipment. You need this, you need that. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, you know, just put content out, put content out that's meaningful. Um, you know, make sure that the audio is good enough such that if people slap a pair of headphones in or if they put it onto their car audio or however people really listen to it, whether it's on your laptop in the background, I, I would wager that for most people it's in your headphones as you're going out somewhere, make sure that the content is, is, is y you can hear it, right? And it's the same bloody thing as voice notes. Ever recorded a WhatsApp voice note? You'll see that you can almost always hear the audio. Uh, so, so, so why not do the same with your podcast? 
So I guess the message that I'm trying to communicate with this, uh, in this, is it relates to not just entrepreneurship, but it relates to, I think, life and, 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 and love in, in general, right? You know, um, it's something that um, I've heard someone um, phrase as, you know, pace over perfection. And I would modify that slightly as being, you know, progress over perfection. The biggest, you know, most important thing is that you take that step and you make that action. And, you know, certainly for me today, thank you so much, uh, Adam at Expert Trades, that, you know, I, um, you know, you've inspired me to get back to recording these podcasts because I bloody don't do it enough. And it's nice to see that, you know, someone out there is, 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 is actually listening, so to speak. So, um, you know, this is uh, me and that's come to what I feel is the natural end of the point that I was trying to make that you know everybody it's really about progress so don't worry about the perfect pitch don't worry about the perfect equipment just focus on the value or the skill or the assets that you can bring and certainly you know <laughs> in the instance of my partner Daniela who's <clears throat> this beautiful Italian woman here and lives with me in London you know my pitch was on a Google Hangouts chat when uh, she was interning for me six years ago and I told her that I bloody love her on, 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 on instant messenger on, on, on Gmail chat. So uh, there you go. <laughs> See you soon, guys.